2: Hello, everyone, welcome to another episode of A Better You. I am your host, Fernanda Ramirez. I am very excited for today's episode because it is the month of love. February is Valentine's Day and it is a holiday for the girls. I saw someone say that on TikTok and I couldn't agree more. If a holiday is pink, red, white, neutrals, hearts, and bows, it is for the girly pops. So, in today's episode, we are talking everything Valentine's Day. We are talking how to host the perfect Valentine's Day brunch, the perfect Valentine's day sleepover we are going to focus this episode on having self-love and dating yourself self-care ideas solo day ideas i will give a few day ideas if you are in a relationship but it's mainly going to be a little self-love girly pop episode just because you know i'm going to be celebrating with my boyfriend of course for a little bit when i come back from new york on the 13th but i am going to be hosting my own valentine's day brunch this saturday i thought i would upload this episode two weeks before valentine's day actually happens so that it hopefully inspires you guys to host something for Valentine's day or just put extra attention towards the holiday. I hate the stigma, the people that say I hate Valentine's day. It is not like a good holiday. Why do we have to have a holiday dedicated for love? Like no need to be a Debbie Downer, you know, valentine's day is not all romantic relationships it's just not it's the holiday of love and that means friendship acquaintances maybe it's the person that you love that always gets your coffee extra good in the mornings it is just about love and like i said it's it's a holiday for the girls we've got the pink coquette red, bow, vibe, and I love to hear it. I will also be giving you guys ideas on how to romanticize February so that this next month feels exciting and exhilarating right before we get into the spring time. And I do have some words of wisdom for those that do not have Valentine's at the very end of the episode. But anyways, I'm excited. I feel like this is gonna be a fun, chatty little episode, whether you're on your hot girl walk or you're doodling, drawing, crocheting, doing some little craft at the same time, or maybe you're getting ready for work, for school, maybe you're at the gym, working out, Now, wherever you are listening to this episode, wherever you are, thank you for being with me. I wish the best for you this February and a lot of love is coming your way. I'm affirming it for you. Before we get into the episode, make sure that you give this podcast a rating. Make sure that you subscribe, you turn post notifications on so you don't miss an episode because Loki, why have I been uploading at the weirdest times? I do not know. I'm unpredictable. It's the Libra in me or maybe just the procrastination, either one. I would love to hear how you guys are going to be celebrating Valentine's Day. If you guys are gonna host, if you guys are going to have a little fun girly pop date, or maybe if this is the month where you focus on self-love, being in your feminine energy, taking yourself on a date, and just being one with yourself, I wanna hear all about it. Just to give you guys a little bit of an update on me, this morning I went to hot yoga at seven in the morning. So freaking early, but I'm so glad that I went. I forgot how much I loved hot yoga. I don't know why and then I left my necklace at my other gym So I had to walk all the way to my other gym got my steps in i've been wearing my apple watch low key, Ew, I did not realize that I was wearing it right now as i'm recording which I guess is fine for you audio listeners But for those watching I don't really love the look of an apple watch So I forgot to take it off, but whatever I walked to my other gym got those steps in been recording my steps Been trying to hit the 10k steps per day as you know when I got to the gym I was like i'm not working out a second time. So I just went into the steam room and it's not the sauna it's the steam room so it's like you get in this room and you just get hit by a wall of heat and sweat and I really just sweat out everything that I need to sweat out got my shower got ready and so I'm feeling great right now I've been getting good sleep focusing on the night routine the morning routine getting those workouts in and like I said walking a lot I never realized how good walking was for you not that that's a shock to me because obviously walking is so good for you but like I really never take the time to do it because whenever I walk I would always say to myself like where am I even going? Why is this like like, what am I doing right now? I like walking to a destination not just walking for no reason But now that I've been walking a lot and I kind of know like the paths that I can take I set a stopwatch for 30 minutes So I'll just walk basically straight for 30 minutes and the minute those 30 minutes are done I turn back around and just walk back home so that I know that it's going to be an hour walk in total the other thing I wanted to say was I kind of hate listening to music and I kind of hate listening to podcasts when I'm walking so I've been listening to audiobooks and this is not sponsored but I downloaded audible which is where you can listen to audiobooks and they should be sponsoring me low key because they sponsor a lot of creators but I've been using that app to listen to the book. The Mountain Is You. And I kind of want to make an episode actually on that because the book is about self-sabotaging behaviors, which if you tend to do that, it's quite self confronting to be honest. I'm like listening to the book being like, (laughs) I need to go home and journal. Like, I'm just trying to have a little girly pop walk and I'm just actually having a therapist telling me that I should get my shit together. So anyways, I highly recommend that book. Let's get on into the episode, starting off with how to date yourself. Guys, it is so important to date yourself. I feel like there is that common sentence about like, how can you love someone else if you don't even love yourself? And although that is cheesy, and I do think that even if you're struggling with self love, If you love everybody unconditionally, you'll be able to find that love for yourself as well. You know, you see other people's inner child and you're like, how is it possible for me to treat them so nicely and to treat me so poorly? I feel like they really go hand in hand. I feel like the relationship that you have with yourself is the deepest one of all. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, it seeps into everything in your work life, in your relationship, in your friendships. And so being able to sit with yourself and love yourself and enjoy yourself is... One of the greatest things you can do. I also think it's really important to be able to spend time with yourself because although... We never want to feel lonely. There could be a time where maybe you are not with your significant other or, you know, God forbid you break up with your significant other. Or maybe you are in a period where you're not seeing friends as much. Or maybe, I don't know, something happens and your friends don't want to hang out with you. If that does happen, you can't be in the position where you're like, uh, what do I do? I don't know how to function alone. Like, I don't have any friends. Like, that is not where we want to be. I feel like it's really important to be able to, be okay with yourself, have fun with yourself, and then once you're so satisfied and fulfilled and happy, any addition whether that's a significant other or a friend they're just adding to your experience and not only are they adding to your experience but you're also able to add to their experience because you're at a high vibrational level you're happy and I think it's really obvious when someone loves themselves and they're confident in themselves and it just kind of is contagious energy so the more that you pour into yourself the more others will feel that the more that you will attract things that you want the benefits are endless to this one of my friends is single and And she is CEO of Dating Herself. She... Romanticizes being single to the highest potential obviously she could be looking for a partner whatever But she always says that like she has such good friends and she enjoys spending time alone And like she has such a good family that like it's not like she's desperate for a significant other either Which I also think is a great thing if you are single and you're listening to this episode When you pour that energy into yourself and when you're not seeking external validation You're just happy from within you don't feel the need to have somebody else and if anything those other people that may be looking at you as a potential candidate are gonna be like wow she has her shit together she's having a great time that energy is contagious she's so happy she's always taking care of herself she's always doing things alone like it just makes you look better as well my point of bringing her up was that she is always in a good mood which I feel like she is innately happy but also she's not with other people that dampen her mood and also she doesn't hang around negative people but she always takes herself to the cutest cafes every day she dresses in outfits that make her feel good she's like wearing the cutest little outfits, doing self-care, romanticizing her days, listening to good music, hanging out with her cat. She really is the main character and I just feel like she is the definition of who I think of when I think of date yourself, you know, and she has fun doing it. The other day I was talking to someone and I was like, why don't you go to like the bookstore alone? And they were like, alone? And I was like, yeah, why not? And they were like, well, isn't that kind of sad? And if that is you, if I tell you, you guys should do things alone and go on dates alone and just like, you know, hang out with yourself and your first thought is like, isn't that sad? You need to reprogram your mind into not believing that being alone is sad or embarrassing or something that you should be ashamed of. The truth is, and I've said this before, but nothing is embarrassing unless you think it is embarrassing. If I go to a restaurant alone and I'm sitting there, I don't think it's awkward, I don't think it's weird, I don't think it's embarrassing. Therefore, if another person my age or some teenage girls walk by and they look at me, I'm gonna be like, girl, what are you looking at? Like, this isn't, this isn't weird, this isn't awkward. Whereas if you go alone and you feel awkward, then you start putting that idea into your head, that becomes your reality, you know? And I think that's a huge thing. Your thoughts really do shape your reality and if you're saying to yourself, this is awkward, this is sad, this is embarrassing, that is what you're reaffirming into your head rather than switching that narrative into thinking, I'm doing what I want to do. If I want to take myself out, I'm going to do that. I can bring a book, I can bring earphones, I don't need anybody to entertain me, I don't need anybody else to have fun. I have fun in my own presence and I like myself enough to do these things for myself. A lot of the times if you're single or even if you're in a relationship where the other person or another significant other isn't treating you the way you want to be treated you'll kind of resent them for that and if you are in a bad relationship or they aren't treating you good I think you know what the response is there and obviously you probably should not be with that person especially if they're not making you happy but if it just happens that they're busy or something or they just can't take you out on these dates or they can't see you every day rather than being upset or dwelling in that alone time in your home or in your room or whatever thinking like oh I wish there there was someone to go out with I wish someone would take me out I wish someone would invite me to do this instead of sitting in that self-pity Take yourself out do those things you want to do and treat yourself the way you want to be treated This can go from taking yourself on a date to taking yourself to a fancy restaurant You've always wanted to try or maybe watching a new movie that just came out or maybe it's going on a walk or maybe it's buying Yourself flowers or maybe it's buying yourself a little gift that you've always wanted that nobody has bought for you yet We don't need anybody else So as I'm listing all these things if you think to yourself that you could use a little bit more self-love Solo night self-care then I highly recommend in the month of February actually jotting it into your calendar picking a day to have a solo date night you can choose a day to dedicate fully to yourself or it can be an afternoon or it can be a morning you can plan activities that you really enjoy and you know think to yourself what is the things that I love doing if I had absolutely all the free time in the world this can literally be anything from watching a movie to cooking a meal to doing some crafts, to doing some self care. I personally love going shopping or I love just like setting a little nook in my bed and getting candles going, having maybe a face mask, maybe a good drink, a good snack, ordering food maybe, and just like getting all my favorite things. I do want to note there is this saying going around called bed rotting or like oh I'm just rotting today which means that they're just like laying on the couch and just like chilling all day which I do feel like should be rephrased because the term bed rotting is just absolutely horrible and I do not want to call myself uh rotting and I feel like it's important to not associate those words with yourself when you're just giving yourself free time but I feel like that's a solo date day or night that I would really enjoy doing just yesterday I made some green curry and I watched a new show on Netflix it was like a documentary or something but I did that I had my pajamas on and I felt like I really was just taking the afternoon for myself it felt really nice another thing you can do is explore a new hobby I feel like hobbies that you actually have to sign up for are the perfect way to spend time by yourself because a lot of the times you do have to actually like save a spot for example a workout class you need to like reserve a spot or my bad ballet class, for example, or if I was to sign up for pottery, a lot of the times it's like, you know, you just go in by yourself and there's so many people there. You don't even need to have earphones in because you can make friends there or the teacher is going to be instructing you. And I feel like it's just the perfect time to spend time alone and try something new. My mom signed up for pickleball lessons and I feel like that's a fun way that she's spending time alone or random. But my dad does underwater hockey, (laughs) which I feel like I can't say casually because everyone is always like, wait, repeat repeat that please but it's just as I said, underwater hockey. I don't think anything screams more Canadian than that. Basically, it's a bunch of men and women at the bottom of a deep end pool with like a really thick, heavy puck. And they're just like playing hockey under there and they've got like scuba gear. Like it's it's insane. But anyways, he has that and he does that alone. And so those are some ideas for things you can do alone. I feel like in the summer, I would love to sign up for like a tennis class or a painting class. I used to do drawing lessons when I was younger. That was super fun. There's just so many things you can sign up for and I feel like if you search it up online like even your community center or like activities to sign up for in my city there's always way more than you actually expect if you don't want to sign up for somewhere and you want to truly embody the solo you know vibe you can even set up a solo activity at your home and like learn crocheting or doing those little intricate like houses like lego type of things I feel like that's a really fun way to get your mind stimulated and also just spend time alone and just you know vibe out something else that I love doing alone is just adventurous out into the city. When I went when I went to Montreal, I actually stayed a few days by myself. And my mom always says like no, I don't want to go to a city alone. Like that's so boring. Like I want to be with your dad, which like love that. Love the parents together. But also I'm like mom you should try going alone. Like it could be really fun. And I I just really encourage anyone who hasn't been on a little solo trip, solo adventure to try it out. Obviously depends where you are. I feel like some places I don't feel that safe to be alone but other places it's really fun to just plop somewhere and just See where the wind takes you. One minute you're at a store, the next minute you're at a coffee shop, the next minute you're at a restaurant, the next minute you're getting food. Like there's so many things to do. And when I was in Montreal, I mean, I went thrifting. I feel like TikTok is such a helpful tool when it comes to exploring on your own because there are so many recommendations on there and you know, solo traveling ideas and TikTok just really has it all. So if you're in a new city or you want to explore I highly recommend doing that. Even myself, when I go to a new part of my city, I always search up on TikTok like what's around me or I always search up like coffee shop recommendations in Vancouver and there's so many that you don't even think of and some that are kind of hidden. So I highly recommend doing that. Another way you can spend time alone is practicing some journaling or some sort of peaceful activity like yoga or meditation. All of those require you being with yourself anyways and I feel like they really get you in tune with yourself and your soul. When I was meditating, and doing yoga a lot I got really good at dropping in to myself and I could really feel and this might sound kind of like spiritual woo, woo woo. I don't even know what but like I could really feel when I was meditating I was just like a little soul in my head and I was in a shell of a body and it felt kind of nice because every time I would go back into that meditative state I'm like oh I'm here again I'm home and it's like it's nice having that mind body connection where you recognize that like you are in this vessel of a body But at the same time you are just your soul you are your mind and your body is just a shell at the end of the day But having that connection is nice And I feel like makes me feel very aligned and makes me feel very at home within myself So that is definitely a way that you can stay present and just enjoy being on your own again Journaling is another great idea for the same exact reason just reflecting on your own thoughts and what you're going through I feel like whenever I get a journal and I just start writing things come out that I didn't even think I was thinking about And I feel like that's the best case scenario I definitely want to take a little solo trip down to chapters or indigo Maybe it's a Barnes and Nobles by your house and get a new journal and one that really resonates with me Like I need to go and see which one speaks to me and grab that one and claim that one to be my brain dump journal Which the other day I saw um, a creator on TikTok talk about her journal ecosystem And I just thought that was the cutest term and I actually used to have this when I was younger. I feel like when I lived in my old house, I used to be a lot more journaly. Not that I don't do that now, but I feel like now because I live alone, I just like talk out loud. But anyways, I had a journal for like my manifestation. I had a journal for my brain dump, kind of like journal prompted answers and questions. And then I had another journal that- Everyone has different tactics to motivate themselves and celebrate their winnings, no matter how big or small. Something I love to do when I feel like I'm in need of a reward is to pick up a sweet treat. This could also look like budgeting savings every month, but leaving room for an occasional delivery order. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easily and still have the occasional treat guilt-free. Since we're speaking about our financial goals, it's time I introduce you to Chime. Chime is an award-winning banking app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. It's the banking of the future since it's 100% mobile and online. Those are all things that I like to hear. Chime offers a ton of really cool features, which for one, all the users get fee-free overdrafts on up to $200 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's kind of like overdraft protection, but better. You can get your paychecks, benefits, stimulus checks, and tax returns up to two days earlier with a direct deposit. They also have automatic savings features where you can automatically save a percentage of your paycheck, or you can round up your purchases made with your debit card and save that amount. This would make saving so much easier for me, and it's definitely something that I'm interested in. Another thing I love about Chime is that it is a financial institution with a sense of community. By this, I mean you literally have the ability to get increased overdraft limits with boosts from friends. If you want to join millions of Chime members who are working on financial progress, getting spotted on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals, and also have the luxury of no maintenance fees, make sure you check out Chime. You can take control of your finances and say goodbye to the monthly fees by opening your account in minutes at chime.com slash abetteryou. That's chime.com slash abetteryou. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Corp Bank N.A. Or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subjected to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make?
2: was just like ideas and goals and more straightforward things and so I would swap between those three but now I ran out of like a journal for my brain dump so I definitely want to do that spend some time alone play some music get the vibe going and just like journal about your thoughts the other thing that you can do alone is just attend events there might be events in your city I know that there's a lot of like networking events in Vancouver I think I've been to one because and so long ago it was like when I first moved to Vancouver with two of my friends and not gonna lie it wasn't alone alone because I was with two others and I I did feel kind of awkward because everybody was older than me, but it was still fun to get outside of the house, dress up, be in a fancy environment, you know, we had some drinks, we had some food, it was a vibe, but let me tell you, there are many events I have been alone to in my time, and I feel like maybe I go to more events because I'm, you know, YouTuber influencer vibe. There's a lot of events in Vancouver, there's a lot of events whenever I go to New York or LA, and there are times, it's humbling, I, I will tell you firsthand so that you don't think like I'm just telling you the good stuff, there's times I go and I feel like I'm having an Anxiety attack and I'm just like oh my god I'm alone I'm awkward do I look bad like I can't and I start to get all anxious and I start to get in my head but I just tell myself, it's okay, just take a deep breath, go out there, go introduce yourself. And it really isn't the end of the world and you'll feel better about yourself at the end feeling like, okay, I accomplished something that I was nervous to do, but I'm proud of myself for actually getting it done. And if I can do it, I know you guys can do it too. The other thing is that if you are alone and you wanna make friends and you feel awkward, just know that a lot of people are actually waiting for somebody like you to go approach them. There are many times when I'm in New York and I see other girls kind of hanging out alone and I'm like, I'm awkward myself thinking like, oh my god I don't know who to talk to like I'm sorry but they look kind of mean like some people just have resting you know, RBF face. I feel like all of them know each other and I don't know anyone and I feel awkward, whatever. And I swear the amount of times I've come back home and I see one of those influencers that I've seen in person make a TikTok being like, guys, just letting you know, like you should approach people just because they're shy. Like I'm really shy and I don't approach people, but like I always want to make friends. And then I'll see that and be like, damn, I really should have said hi. So that is the proof that there's a lot of people out there that seem shy that actually do want to be approached. And maybe you're one of those people as well. So when you are alone and you want to talk to somebody or make a friend, don't feel like you can't or that they're going to take it the wrong way. A lot of the times people are just waiting to be approached and they're actually quite shy themselves. You can attend concerts alone, which I haven't done, but I feel like it could be a vibe. You could attend art shows by yourself or museums. I feel like those are the best things to attend alone just because you don't really need to be with someone anyways. Overall, it's a great way to meet new people and also a great way to practice your own independence. Another thing that you can do alone, which I touched on earlier, is reading, but there's two ways you can go about this. You can either read the fair tale books the romantic books I recently picked up twisted love and i'm really excited to read that But you can also read like self-help self-development books And I feel like those are my favorite books to read in public Maybe with like a journal and the highlighter and actually highlight things that are important to me and like write notes on the book I feel like that's how I actually take actionable steps Otherwise, I don't actually retain any of the information But that is very fun and that's something that I love doing alone And I do not need anyone else to keep me company when i'm doing that And the last option I want to touch over is having self-care afternoons or self-care nights or self-care mornings obviously I feel like that one's a given especially since I mentioned that briefly but taking a self-care bath but like a proper bath a proper everything shower a day where you paint your nails just really going the full mile it really does make a difference in the way that you feel and it improves my confidence a lot I recently bought a facial steamer and like blackhead extractor and that has been one of my recent self-care habits or I guess like tools that I can do I also just love facial tools in general I recently got a new face as well which is a microcurrent device and it kind of just snatches up your face and I've been loving doing that doing some gua sha lymphatic drainage dry brushing there are literally so many techniques for self-care that you can do obviously this isn't necessary and you don't need to do these things to feel beautiful but it is giving yourself that extra bit of care and that extra bit of love which I think is important for you to do for yourself you know occasionally I'll get a glimpse down and I'll look at my nails And I'm like, oh, they're just so cute. Or, you know, I'll shave my legs and I'll go in my bed and I'm like, oh, my legs feel so good. And it just kind of makes all the sensations better. Like, you just, all your senses are being activated. It looks pretty, it feels pretty, it smells pretty find empowerment in being alone and embody that independent energy next up let me tell you guys how to host the ultimate galentine's brunch okay this is what i'm going to be doing next weekend so i'm actually giving you the secret sauce before i do it okay so the night before i'm going to invite my friends over we're going to talk about the galentine's night after this but i'm going to have my friends over i think we're going to make valentine's day cards watch some rom-coms be cheesy be cute wear silk pajamas you get the vibe i even might do some baking the night before just so that i have. Certain treats and cutie little things ready for the next day every year on valentine's day me and my mom make chocolate covered strawberries So I really want to make that with her on the friday I think that would be super cute and it would look really nice on my brunch table spread And another thing that I want to do the day before is make handmade little menus I keep seeing this on pinterest and it looks so cute So I want to make these handmade menus so that I can place them on every single person's plate at my dinner table Then the day of okay, we're starting off by setting up the ambiance. This is getting the right music which if you have spotify you can probably search up a valentine's day playlist or a love playlist or fairy tale playlist and it'll be there for you you can set up cute little lights all around your apartment you can set out some decor i just bought this little like Candy heart garland from Amazon. So I'm gonna put that on my window as well as setting up a Deliciously scented candle you can also buy flowers and put those in vases again It's just gonna make everything beautiful all around you And I'm definitely gonna clean up my apartment my kitchen Just make sure that the place looks presentable for people to come in moving on when we set the actual table Oh, I already bought the perfect little disposable plates. They're by the brand lottery Which is like a macaroon brand, but they sell like napkins and plates and stuff So I have these disposable pink plates and I also bought these heart-shaped red napkins with little bows on them i mean i don't think it gets better than that but i bought both of those items at cross in yale town if you're from vancouver but there are so many little like home decor stores or stores that have these types of like napkins and plates and little like valentine's day decor if you have valentine's day decor set that out because it would look super cute and i'm sure there's also like diys and stuff that you can do but that's what i have i also love going to thrift stores and i feel like they usually have seasonal items out like whenever it's christmas they've got christmas decor out etc so i kind of of want to go to valley village before i do my brunch and see if they have any valentine's day little trinkets maybe little plates so that i can put stuff in there or i don't know maybe table runners there's probably some cute stuff there also if you're serving glasses adding little ribbons like bows around the stems of the glasses. looks really cute. And then moving on, we're gonna get the actual food going and I think I'm gonna do pancakes, but this is my personal brunch. I mean, you can do pancakes, you can do waffles. There are those cute little like waffle makers that are shaped in hearts or you can make heart-shaped pancakes, add sprinkles, it can be Valentine's Day colors or maybe chocolate chips, you know, get that whipped cream, get the fruit, get the syrups, get the Nutella, you can make crepes. I also bought from Amazon little toothpicks kind of thing like little skewers maybe we'll say with hearts on the end of them and I want to cut strawberries in the shapes of hearts or just fruits maybe like grapes and stick them on there or it could be picks for like finger food but yeah I have to decide what else I want to set out maybe I can get some donuts or you know if I make something the night before I can set it out or maybe make like chia pudding just you know there's so many options to make a cute breakfast and I'm so excited also guys I'm saying this as like I'm hosting I think like eight of my friends. But if this is two of your friends, three of your friends, for your family, you can host for whoever or you can even host for yourself. Honestly, hosting is just the act of making such a simple thing like eating a whole extravagant event and I love that. I definitely want to make some yogurt parfaits and just a breakfast charcuterie. Just an array of beautiful food. It's going to look perfect. It's going to look stunning. I'm going to wear a cute little outfit. I already have my dress picked out and I want to wear like bows in my hair or oh, I have a heart bag. Like I just, I'm so prepared for this. Um, I also got my nails done recently. They're pink and red little French tips with hearts and I think they look so cute. You can definitely make your makeup all rosy and pink and cute for Valentine's Day. When my friends come, I told them all to dress in that kind of theme, like just like cute Valentine's because we're going to take photos and I want to take photos of the table spread and then, I mean, when they get here, we're just going to eat, but I could also have activities set out. I feel like if you guys know the game, We're Not Really Strangers or those card games in general, I feel like those are always fun to have. But yeah, hopefully it's a lot of fun. That is my plan for my Valentine's day brunch and then if you're hosting a Valentine's day sleepover or night i think you can also make this super fun i didn't list it out exactly how i would plan it since i'm not going to plan this but some ideas is definitely having like a drinks night if you are drinking alcohol i mean getting the wine going or you can have a cocktail night and everybody picks a different theme for their cocktails i actually did this the other day well it was in winter but each of my friends got into pairs of twos and we did a uh, winter cocktails so i think valentine's day would be super cute you guys can also bake something or make something just making things in general chocolate covered strawberries chocolate covered pretzels chocolate covered popcorn just get the chocolate you can watch a girly rom-com movie which we will be doing if you search up on pinterest rom-coms there's so many there again literally on netflix like there's some everywhere i actually just watched the other day like three nights ago, Um, he's just not that into you. And it was such a good movie and I had such a good time watching it and I watched it by myself. You guys can do self care together. You guys can wear cute PJs, silk PJs, the Skims. PJs just came out in the Valentine's Day collection and I'm obsessed, I wanna buy something. If not, you can get like cute little pajamas from Amazon if you want, or Brandy Melville. If you guys have a projector, you can also project the movie onto the wall, which I just think is a fun activity in general. Or you guys can take Polaroid photos. They could just be cute little Valentine's Day themed ones or you guys can be scandalous. My friends, I wasn't even a part of this, but they were sending me videos and they did like a lingerie photo shoot with Polaroids. That's kind of crazy. But if you want to do that, you can do that. Have a paint and sip night where you guys are all painting, having wine or sleepy girl mocktails. I feel like that's a big trend right now, which is just having mocktails with like more health-conscious ingredients. The other thing I wanted to talk about were some ideas on how you can romanticize February as a whole, the month, the month of love, and I feel like the first one for me, which is kind of an obvious one, but is to wear pink, to wear red, to wear bows, to wear hearts, just to dress feminine and embrace that side of yourself if that is something that you're interested in. I feel like my sun sign being Libra and half of my chart being in Libra just makes me want to wear pink and feminine clothing at all times, as I'm currently wearing a pink shirt as I record this episode, but that is definitely something that makes me happy. And if you're not into the pink either, you can kind of go for the femme fatale vibe, which is more black, sexy. I feel like that's also very much Valentine's Day, you know, like red, black, lace, mysterious dirty martini. That's a completely different archetype than the one that I'm currently embodying. But speaking of that, I kind of looked up what the light and dark feminine energy is. And again, I want to make an episode on feminine energy in general, but I find this really interesting. So I looked it up online and if you don't really know what I'm saying, it says that light feminine energy is associated with nurturing, compassion, intuition, creativity, and healing. It is soft, it is gentle, and it also connects to qualities such as empathy, love, and a sense of interconnectedness with others in the world. The way that it is expressed is by collaboration, understanding, and fostering positive relationships. It is about the nurturing and caring aspects of the feminine archetype. So I think that's kind of cute, you know, embodying that. And then the dark feminine energy says that it is typically associated with the more mysterious, transformative, and powerful aspects of the femininity. It is not necessarily negative. Instead, it embodies depth, intuition, and the ability to navigate the unseen realms. (laughs) Okay, spiritual. It says that some of the attributes this energy has is intuition, wisdom, independence, and the capacity to embrace the shadow self. It also acknowledges that growth often involves facing challenges and undergoing transformation. And the way that this energy is expressed is through comfortable exploring of the depths of their emotions, facing challenges, and embracing the transformative aspects of life. So as you can see, both of those energies have very different vibes, but I feel like if you want to look more into it, it is so interesting and just kind of fun. I don't know. I think it's cool. February the month of love, which I feel like in my head I associate to femininity, pink, all these colors, self-love. I feel like it's a good time to look into it and work on embodying both aspects of that if that is something that interests you. The other things I want to do in February to embody this Valentine's Day energy is just listen to more lovey music, cute love songs. I was really into listening to rap music for a little bit in January. I don't know why. I think it's because I was working out a lot that I was listening to like literally Drake and it's not giving lovey-dovey cuteness. I want to watch so many rom-coms I'm gonna make a list like a bucket list of all the movies that I want to watch and I want to make sure that I do and just to give you guys a little bit of insight on my favorites I love how to lose a guy in 10 days I love basically any movie with Jennifer Gardner and Jennifer Lopez (laughs) those are like my favorite movies I want to wear silk pajamas every single night feel like a princess when I'm going to bed I want to make love letters whether that be for my friends for my boyfriend on actual Valentine's Day I think I'm going to probably spend it with my boyfriend I think what we're gonna do is either go go to a restaurant, dress up nice. I kind of want the excuse to dress up and go somewhere nice and fancy, but if not, then we might stay here and order food, watch a movie. My boyfriend actually bought me this Lego set that is a bouquet of roses. We really want to make that, so I feel like that would be fun. Even if you have a romantic dinner at home and not going out, like setting out candles, I feel like could be a good vibe. You guys can also just have a fun day playing board games, having a movie marathon, doing puzzles. I had a lot of fun when I did a puzzle with my boyfriend. You guys can also cook together, or one of you can cook for each other. I feel like that is also very cute, or maybe one of you can cook and one can make dessert. If you guys do a gift exchange, I feel like there's so many ways that you can make sentimental, cute DIY gifts. I've never been a huge gifter on valentine's day i think like i think it's usually just like chocolates and stuff but i mean if you do gift giving that is very fun also a home spa night i feel like that is very fun i did that a while ago with my boyfriend we actually brought my whole mattress from my room into the living room to watch a movie and it was like a fort and it was just so fun so i highly recommend doing that as well and the last thing i want to say is if you do not have a valentine on actual valentine's day I'm gonna say it again if I haven't already reiterated it so many times throughout this podcast, but you do not need a Valentine on Valentine's Day. It does not make you sad if you do not have one. There are so many people who will not be having a Valentine and it's really just another day at the end of it. It goes and it passes, and if you don't choose to do anything, that is okay. You could even cook a romantic dinner for your parents, or again, do any of these activities that I listed for yourself. And also, you do not even need to celebrate it or acknowledge it if you do not want to. If you're going through a breakup right now, I am so sorry. I feel like this is really, This is really the wrong time because this month is all about love but focus on that self-love give that to yourself and know that you are all you need all the other love in your life is a bonus do things this month that make you appreciate yourself that make you appreciate the alone time you have with yourself lets you embody your feminine energy and you know just celebrate love love is beautiful even witnessing love is beautiful sometimes it's corny and cringy and sometimes you're seeing people make out like in public or like you know, people showing so much PDA and you're like, what the heck? But at the end of the day, they're happy and in love. So let's be happy for everyone that's happy and in love and cute. Search for love in your everyday life. Make that a goal for yourself, okay? My goal for you, as we end this episode off, is to see how much love you can find all around you. When you're walking to school, when you're walking to work, when you're driving to work, when you're at a coffee shop, see if you can find people in love. See if you can find cute little dogs that look like they're in love. Maybe little birds swinging around each other. Maybe little ducks that look like they're mom and dad like just look for love all around you point it out notice it give it a minute be in that present moment and just appreciate that energy that's all around you because I'm happy just even talking about it that's all I have to say anyways if you made it to the end of this episode I could not express my gratitude enough for having you in my presence and to listen to me yap yap and yap and yap I love you guys I will talk to you very soon